Welcome back to our Difference Maker Leadership Podcast Series for 2023. Um, we're using this series to share the stories and, and learnings of successful leaders that are making a positive impact in the world around us with the hope that we, the total community of Diamond C, all of our friends and family are inspired and challenged to greater heights. Um, so with that, I'd like to welcome today's special guest leader, Mr. Chuck Howard, um, who is nothing less than a local hero um, from my view, because he recently built and opened our first and only Chick-fil-A right here in Mount Pleasant, Texas. So welcome, Chuck. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I gotta tell you, we are blessed to be here. Mm -hmm. uh, it's been a journey for sure. Uh, this is our third time to be at a different Chick-fil-A. Oh, wow. Uh, but this is where we aimed on being. Uh, we, we bought a place out here in 2018, and the, the second that we bought it, we figured, my goodness, this is home. So cool. our, our journey, hopefully, uh, this is kind of an end, if you will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. uh, we're, we're really enjoying it. Well, it's a great place to be. And, and Agreed. If you say in, I'll say finish strong. It's a great place. There you um, go. There born you and go. raised here. And I'm obviously a, a fan of little old Mount Pleasant in East Texas. So we're glad that you're here. Um, you know, anyone that's worked around me for the last several years knows that I'm uh, a Chick-fil-A fanboy. Um, and, and, you know, not not just for the chicken. I do love the, the, the product, but not just for the chicken, but for also the, the values of the organization, the, the mission of the organization. And I think the, the precedence even that Chick-fil-A sets for um, how to do business better and in a more purposeful way um, than, than what so much of the world is used to and exposed to. Um, so naturally, uh, as soon as uh, at your grand opening a couple months ago, and I was drawn, drawn to you to get to know you and learn from you and hear some of your stories. So I'm just so excited that we get to spend a bit of time together today. Um, and I wanted to ask you before we kind of get into the meat of um, leadership experience and life learnings and these things, um, if you would just kind of onboard our listeners to a bit of the, the brief version of your story, kind of who you are, where'd you come from, what brings you to um, Chick-fil-A and to today? Awesome. Well, I'll go ahead and say uh, I'm retired military, okay. so um, you're going to have to probably pull me back. Military people love to tell stories. <laughs> no, everything is everything is about the the uh, the storytelling. So, uh, I, we I'm just a, uh, a kid from south of Memphis, Tennessee. Um, grew up, uh, went to Memphis State, mm -hmm. uh, have a business degree in HR. Uh, so that, of course, led directly into me being a U.S. Air Force pilot. Okay, uh, I was about to ask before. <laughs> complete connection there. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, uh, we enjoyed a 24 year career in the air force, uh, all over the world. Um, been married for 35 years to uh, the same lady who lets me uh, come to the same house every night. Yeah. It's a great thing. Um, Congratulations. Have, <laughs> thank you. I have, uh, two daughters. Uh, one is, uh, 29 or excuse me, one's 28. Uh, she is a vice president of children's services at a group home in okay. Keller, Texas. Uh, also an attorney, non-practicing right now. Um, and my oldest daughter, who we talked about a few minutes ago, uh, is uh, an HR professional who just came to work to be my operating partner at Chick-fil-A. Nice. And I could not be happier as a dad. Yeah. I, I certainly envisioned, envisioned this as I came into the business. Gosh, what, what would it be like to work with one of my kids? So I'm so excited to see cool. kind of where that goes. Um, oh, cool. 
have four grandkids. Nice. Uh, one granddaughter who runs the whole batch, <laughs> uh, and then three grandsons, and they're incredible. Um, we uh, we are home, like I said, in Mount Pleasant. Um, our secondary home is Anchorage, Alaska. Okay. Wow. Um, and we we just love being here. Yeah. So. Awesome. We're so, so glad that you're here. Um. So how did how did you go from 24 years in the military to Chick-fil-A? I mean, what's the, I could what's ask the that. dirty there? <laughs> I could, I, why not Southwest? Well, all of my friends fly for Southwest. Uh, the, the short and uh, it's not a trite answer. It's a true answer. Sure, sure. Uh, is I like being at home. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was in the military, I spent 20 of my wife's 24 birthdays uh, away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like being at home. Right. Um, I found out after 24 years of depart or of, uh, deployments, uh, and constantly traveling, I actually do like my wife. Right. <laughs> she's, she's a great lady. Uh, so, so, okay. You know, I can fly regionals. I can do those kind of things. But frankly, the thing that I love the most about being in the air force was the opportunity to have influence on young people's lives. Right. Uh, and to help them move from here to there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and make something worthwhile of it. And I tell you, every day when I walk in that building, I get that opportunity. And it it goes from, you know, I've got uh, my oldest person, I believe, is 65. Mm-hmm. Um, and my youngest is 14. Right. And I get that opportunity across that spectrum. Wow. And how great is that? That's awesome. So That's awesome. that was the biggest thing. Um, you know, Mr. Kathy, you talked mm-hmm. about the, the Chick-fil-A uh, ethos. Mr. Kathy, uh, once, uh, in the first story, Mr. Kathy once was asked to speak for, uh, President Bush's council on business ethics. He stood up at the council at the, uh, at the podium and in his very nasally Southern tone, he said, well, I was asked to speak on business ethics. He said, well, I don't know what that is. He said, I know there's ethics. He said, and I'm in business. He said, but I don't know that there's anything that's called business ethics. Mm. And I knew immediately when I heard that story, I'm like, I want to listen to more. Yeah. So yeah. put those two things together and that's kind of what drew me. Cool. Uh, and it's been a journey for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, some easy, some pretty doggone hard. I'll love to tell you a story sometime about 2020 when, uh, when we closed the doors to our dining room, mm. uh, because of COVID mm-hmm. it was, uh, that was an interesting journey. So, but it's been a lot of fun. Cool. I, lo- I love that your transition to Chick-fil-A was really identifying your passions, um, identifying what you were passionate about. You knew you wanted to invest in young people and, and, and people in general and grow right. them. And, and then you're seeing this opportunity with Chick-fil-A and putting the pieces together. Um, that, that's a, um, really a special thing that, that I think so many people in general are, you know, searching for. How do I, um, learn and understand my own passions and gifting and ability. And then where does it fit into the world and what, what's the, 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 the right match. And so it's a, that's a cool story. How you put kind of put two and two together there. Um, so I'm curious around the world, military career, I'm sure you've got, yeah, you said plenty of stories to tell, <laughs> plenty of lessons learned. Um, there's not enough computer space. Yeah, that's right. Plenty of hard lessons learned, plenty of incredible experiences that you took lessons away from. Um, so, you know, considering your kind of life and leadership journey so far, um, from 
military career, um, South Memphis to Chick-fil-A today. Um, over the course of that journey, what would you say are perhaps a few of the uh, defining moments or kind of key lessons learned that shaped the leader that you are today? Um, well, I'll, I'll kind of go in order, uh, but I'll start by saying we don't get anywhere without the help from others, That's right. um, without the help of mentors, without the help of folks who have been here, folks who have cleared the path for us. So with, you know, without spending a lot of time on those folks, I'll say that I stand on the shoulders of a bunch of giants for sure. Right. right. Um, but I'll tell you, you know, there are three that kind of stand out. One is, um, it's a take on Isaiah 6, 8. Uh, you know, here I am, Lord, send me. It's more, but my take on it is, why not me? Right. You know, you look around and you think, okay, this has got to be done. Uh, and I'm not talking about, you know, taking out the trash, although it does apply. Right. Um, I'm talking about things like uh, a South Memphis boy, um, you know, from some inauspicious beginning, beginnings going to pilot training. Mm-hmm. I can't even walk and chew bubble gum, Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you know, everybody tells me, well, you got to have this athletic ability and you got to have this math thing going on. And uh, I'm okay at math. I like math, but you know, I, I'm not really good at athletics. Mm-hmm. I, but either way, I looked at some of my friends and I said to myself, why not me? You know, I, I know he made it. I know she made it. Um, and I know that all they did was put their head down mm-hmm. and and drive, right? Um, with some support, obviously. Yes, the nice lady who lets me live with her, right? <laughs> uh, she, we were married during pilot training, which is also oh, wow. unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I thought to myself every ch- every time I got into a, a bind or something that kind of challenged me, I said, you know, why not me? Mm-hmm. Why why am I? Um, the guy that's doing this, why, what's driving me, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it was uh, every time I came back to, well, my friends are doing it, mm-hmm. I can do it, uh, God's got my back, right? so on and so right. forth. So that's kind of the, the yeah. first one. Um, and I still say that to myself mm-hmm. all the time. Why not me? Right. You know, why, why can't I be the guy that figures out a way to uh, get, you know, pe- more people to drive through? Right. Uh, our, our mobile orders faster, our, our hospitality greater. Mm-hmm. Why not me? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the answer is we try all the time. Right. So, right. so constantly challenging yourself and, yeah. and not discounting yourself. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. So, uh, the second thing I'll say is I had a mentor and, and I got to call him out by name. I hope to goodness, uh, someday he'll listen. Um, uh, love him dearly. A guy named Otto Feather. And, uh, Otto told me one time, he's like, you're going to make it. And I said, well, Thanks, Walter. <laughs> Gee, thanks. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and, and he says, well, because you're Chuck Howard. And I'm like, mm, I don't, yeah, no, I'm not buying that one. What, what, what do you got? And he, and, and he uh, several times across my career, he offered me jewels in just the right time. But the one that I hold on to every day, and I teach my kids and I teach the folks that work with me at Chick-fil-A, is he always said to me, Chuck, never miss the opportunity to say yes. And the reason why is because learning is in the yes. Mm. Learning is not in the no. Mm-hmm. He said, yes, you know, you don't want to be, uh, you don't want to be silly and, and make, you know, wild jumps off of ledges and things like that. He said, but 
if you take this assignment and it doesn't happen to be the best one, I promise you, you'll learn just as much as the assignment that you took and yeah. it was the best one. Right. So uh, again, I come back to, you know, never miss the opportunity to say yes. I, uh, you know, I, I listed a couple of things down here. Um, I went to a different airplane midway through my career. Mm. Normally kind of a, uh, I'm not real sure how good an idea that is. Mm -hmm. Um, and it worked out. It helped me to get promoted. It helped me to get opportunities in different career fields that I wouldn't have been in. It taught me big, big logistics. Right. Um, it, it was an incredible opportunity. Um, my first restaurant, my first Chick-fil-A was an old barrel roof. You guys probably don't even know. So these were like little bitty restaurants and they, they had the rounded roofs. Yeah. They were made to produce no more than a million dollars a year in Chick-fil-A. Right. Um, that was the hardest restaurant I have ever seen. Uh, I have a friend who's got one that's a little bit harder right now, but he's about to get a brand new one. And I, I was like, okay, this is gonna be tough. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And there were a couple times where I had my hands around my keys and I'm like, oh, Lord, <laughs> Lord, have you got me? <laughs> am, I, am I gonna be okay? And the answer always came back, yeah, yeah you're gonna be fine. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and, and then of course, you know, with my daughters, I, I talked to them about, you know, don't miss that opportunity to say yes. I've got, I told you I have a non-practicing attorney. Well, she, she was offered the opportunity to go to Zambia for a summer. Mm -hmm. And her, I think it was between her sophomore and her junior year in college. You want to talk about dad that was like, oh no. Right. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I can't imagine. But oh. she, she, she didn't have a, a second of thought. Right. She's like, yeah, I'm going. I'm going to work with this, with Family Legacy. I'm going to work with this uh, school orphanage. Uh, I'm going to make a difference, right? She came back. She said, all right, Dad, I'm quitting school. I'm going to work with her. Like, no. <laughs> no, that's not the yes we're talking about here. <laughs> yeah. uh, but she did. We had the discussion. I said, you can help hundreds or you can help thousands. And she went to law school. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, she's... And then as a practicing attorney, I think four years in, uh, she was approached by a nonprofit, uh, a group home for, um, for young people and said, hey, we need somebody like you that can help us understand the law, the grants, and also who has a heart for adoption and fostering like she does. My granddaughter is adopted. Okay. Um, and she said yes, you know, and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, Okay, you're four year attorney. Right. <laughs> I just paid for a lot of law school, and the, and the people of Texas did too. By the way, they right. helped me out. Sure. Um, but she she made the right decision mm -hmm. because she was willing to say yes. Mm -hmm. My oldest daughter just made the decision to come here and work with me after several years uh, with a uh, a conglomerate uh, working in HR, mm -hmm. and she made the jump because she's like, Dad, I need I need this. I need. I'm like, all right, here's the opportunity. Let's go. So never miss the opportunity to say yes. Yeah, That's the that. second one. And the, th and the third one is still really developing. Mm -hmm. um, but I'll tell you, it's, it's based off of the idea of grace. Mm -hmm. Not just grace from uh, a maker, but grace across the realm. Um, I'll say that 
I want to make sure that, that I get the right idea across here. Our, our vision statement at my company is reach out and feed our community, both inside and outside the restaurant. Right. Every word has a meaning. I'm not going to spend the time on your podcast about it, but it talks about people's innate need to be seen, to be fed. Absolutely. To be heard. Absolutely. All of those things, right? Uh, and not just in the restaurant, not just in the drive-thru, right. but in the community. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's what we're about. And, and the allowance for me and the second chances for me and the grace that I've seen, um, it's, it's just been incredible as I've traveled more. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, and I'm going to read his name because I'm going to mess it up. Uh, John uh, Mark Comer mm-hmm. put out a podcast uh, called First Half, Second Half. Mm-hmm. It talks about two mountains in life. Um, the first mountain is where, man, you do the best that you can and you do, you, you achieve and you, you produce, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what we do. He's right. Right. He said, and there's a second mountain. He said, most of us don't see it until, and some never see it until we're in our 50s or 60s. And that second mountain is, okay, now I have to do for others mm-hmm. because I've done for me. I've made my mark. I, I, I have a quote unquote legacy. I, that word is squishy, but. Right, right. Um, Give to me. Yeah. But the, uh, the second mountain is, okay, how do I leave a mark? How do I help others? How do I get there? And he says, the, the, the valley between is sometimes you don't see it real well. And sometimes you get lost in that valley. Mm-hmm. Some people never make that second peak. Mm-hmm. But I, when I heard this, this podcast, man, it just, it just buttered up my whole soul mm-hmm. because I'm thinking to myself, oh, I know, I know, right, here I right. am. You know, here I am. So um, I, I'll, I'll just say that grace gets you through that valley mm-hmm. because when people look at you and see your effort and see that you're trying and see that you actually care, right? Um, man, they will shove you mm-hmm. to that second mountain. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, those are kind of three of the things that I picked out. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, you know, they're meaningful to anybody. But uh, Absolutely meaningful. Um, so much of what I love about your, your last point there um, is what I see you doing now is still climbing. I mean, you just started a brand new Chick-fil-A franchise <laughs> in a new town. That's quite a feat to, you're two months in, you're hustling right now, trying to get that thing established yes, and flowing. And, yes. and I know my, it. my love to everyone who comes through the drive-thru, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, this, this ambition through that process to give grace, get grace, give grace, share grace. Right. Um, one of the previous guests on the podcast, young lady actually said, um, from her life journey, she she shared this idea of lift as you climb. Oh, yeah, I love and, that. And I love it's a beautiful. It, it so works so well with what you just explained about your philosophy on your business at this point and the mission of of your restaurant and and your people and the people you're leading and um, you know you're you're working to make a difference in this city. Let's give grace, get grace, share grace, love each other in the process. Um, it's an incredible, beautiful thing, and and. I think that leads me to say, I wonder if it has to be separate mountains, you know, yeah. how do we, how can we, how sh- should we, you know, I think we should figure out and, and aspire no matter how young or old we are, you know, we should hopefully aspire. And maybe that's a takeaway here is, um, no matter where we are in our journey, aspire to lift as we climb, um, rather than it having to be separate things, but, um, man, it's power, powerful, 
concept for sure. Um, from don't discount yourself. Right. Um, op- don't miss the opportunity to say yes. Learning lessons. Um, gosh, learning lessons along the way. That definitely shifts the perspective in um, what things in life are good, bad, challenging otherwise when you know the, the purpose of it is to, to learn and to grow um, through highs, lows, and, and all in between. Um, and then, yeah, give grace through the process. So, man, thank you so much um, for sharing those things. Um, You know, the last piece of this that I always that I always ask our guests is to help us make it um, actionable. So we're always looking for whatever we learn. Um, We've been blessed to hear some of your kind of key philosophies and and leadership learnings. Um, So, how do we translate that to action? And do do you have anything that you would you any challenge you would extend to our listeners to? take a step or to apply something that you've shared with us today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and again, I'm, I'm going to, uh, I'm not going to attribute this because it was to all of the leaders who have ever made anything of me, the, the boy from South Memphis, right? <laughs> uh, I'll say, I'll, I'll say this and I'm going to look at the camera yeah, for please. this one. <laughs> um, folks, joy comes from the inside of you. You were either blessed with it or you were born with it. You, it is innate. Joy is inside of you. Here's what I will tell you, and I will challenge you. You can share it. You can lend it. You can even give some of it. But do not let people steal it. Because joy is something that was a gift that was given to us. No matter what your beliefs are, uh, joy was placed in our heart mm-hmm. at the moment of conception. Mm-hmm. Um that being said, fight negativity, mm-hmm. man, fight it. Because when you hear people say a negative thing or they get into a despair situation, share some joy, share yeah. them. Right. And, and, and here's my challenge. If you want to change your world, mm-hmm. you want to change your community, mm-hmm. start with yourself. Grab that joy that's inside of you, uh, don't let anybody steal it from you. Happiness, everyone knows happiness is external. Happiness can come from your phone. Happiness can come from a meal. I obviously know that. Um, <laughs> happiness it, can come from Chick-fil-A, which <laughs> what you meant to say. <laughs> yeah, but, but happiness is external. But joy, man, yeah, yeah. don't give that away because that is what's inside of you. That is what will drive you. And if you mm-hmm. want to change the world around you, joy is so absolutely catching mm-hmm. it is uh, it's worse than covid yeah <laughs> um, it's right. it's incredible so yes. I, I would challenge everybody especially here locally man what a wonderful community we have yeah, yeah. Uh, i moved from from uh the uh, i've lived in abilene wonderful community i love them dearly i could see myself if i looked far over in the distance uh-huh. but <laughs> I lived in dallas fort worth I uh, love that community as well. 8.5 of a uh, million of my closest friends uh, lived right there with me <laughs> and shared two lanes. Um, but man, you come to Mount Pleasant mm-hmm. and you look at the trees, you look at the lakes, and you look at the friendly people that live here. Man, just share some joy about not only yourself, but about Mount Pleasant. Yeah. That's what I'd say. That's powerful. That's powerful. Thank you so much. Um, I take that as almost the gateway to the first three lessons, you know, that, that embracing joy, guarding your joy, sharing it, um, 
fighting negativity. It's almost the gateway to the, to the learning and the growth and the sharing of joy through the, the lift as you climb experience. That doesn't happen without, without knowing and embracing that innate joy, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. And those are powerful challenge. Uh, that challenge will make the world a better place. Uh, they're going to rise to the challenge. Um, you know, so thank you so much for your time today. I oh, know that pleasure. with a two month old franchise, your time is very valuable right now. Um, I know did I, it. Did I mention my daughter's coming on? <laughs> yeah. I really appreciate you taking the time out to come and share some of your um, kind of leadership life lessons learned and to challenge our viewers. Um, I know that, um, as we just said, that, that the lessons you shared, the challenge you shared will go on to impact the world, make the world around us a better place, not just in Mount Pleasant, but far and wide, everywhere uh, across the, the nation where we have uh, listeners tuning in. So with that, thank you all so much for listening in today, for learning with me. Uh, now the hard part, let's go. And as we say at Diamond C, do work, love strong, and be the difference.